Okay, so we did college. Yeah. We did dating. Yes. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your jobs, your career, and where you're moving now mm. in your career. So we're hoping that this airs <laughs> after May 1st. Um, it is. It is. But We've done the math. <laughs> yeah, you've done the math. So for the last 14 years, I've been in events in one way or another. Um, I've moved in and out of different roles in a few different companies, but I've always done events. Um, I own my own event planning company. Within the last three years, I started or I bought a mobile bartending company and my God, that was hard. Um, Missouri liquor, Missouri and Kansas liquor laws are incredibly difficult. So I sold that, which was (laughs) difficult Um, for the second time in my life. I've had to be a part of a business closing, um, which is crushing in a lot of ways. Um, so I've done a lot of different things. I'm pretty proud of that. Um, I like the experiences I've had, and I've always worked really hard, and I've prided myself on that. I got to a point probably about a year and a half ago that I just got burnt out on events. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, being in the role I'm in now, I met a lot of people that were very competitive in a way that I'm not. Um, you know, I've always just really enjoyed doing events. I never really wanted to have to sell myself on doing events. And that's what having my own company did. And it really burnt me out. Um, I don't love that competitive side. There's a lot of really talented planners in this city. And I think Kansas city is uniquely poised, um, to grow because, you know, when you live on the coast, there's a lot of ways that you have to be trendsetters. And here there are a lot of people who follow trends, but there's also trendsetters that aren't beholden to, any certain industry. And I think that that gives some Midwestern folks a lot of freedom. Mm -hmm. And I like that. And there's a lot of creativity in that. Um, and it just came down to the fact that I'm just tired of the industry. I'm tired of a lot of it. Um, it's vastly wasteful, uh, when it comes down to decor and florals. And when you know that most flowers are shipped in and sprayed with chemicals and the people that pick the flowers are treated poorly and you just look at them. And once you know how the sausage is made, I think it's a really difficult thing to unsee. And additionally, balloons, my shout out to my sweet nephew who did a presentation at the zoo last year. And one of his teammates did a presentation about what happens when, um, a balloon, exists and mylar balloons were responsible for like 5,000 power outages or something in California. Yeah. So like mylar balloons hit power lines and it causes like power outages. Yeah. So like if people just like let go of a mylar balloon and it's flying around, I know. So, and also they just like never break down ever. Um, so a lot of that stuff is really difficult, but to get people to pay for non-traditional decor is hard and on and on. So I'm kind of burnt out. 
I'm ready for something new. So I have always been very curious about sex um, and about exploration and about what people like. Um, I would have never guessed based on our conversation. Yeah, I've never <laughs> guessed that, right? Um, I've, I'm trying to think. I don't think you guys specifically have asked this, but I do remember. Oh, you do. You asked the sexual awakening question of someone yes. else. Um, we might not have gotten to that here, but I do remember pretty young, uh, maybe like well, I guess it's not young anymore, but this is back in the day before internet porn, <laughs> yep. and we had to get magazines. Right. And yep. um, my, f- I think my friend's brother or sister had a magazine, and it had two guys in it. And holy shit, let's talk about sexual awakening. I mean, it got me in ways that I was unprepared for. <laughs> um, and again, there... I did not know anyone who identified as queer or Mm -hmm. gay or I think I maybe knew that they existed, um, but I'm not sure that like I totally understood that that was anything different. How old were you at that point? Probably 12. Okay. Uh, 13? No, I don't know. I met Andrea when I was like 11, so I was probably 12 to 13. Um, And so always been fascinated but wasn't sure what I wanted to do with that. And so since I've always been in hospitality and taking care of people, I wanted to figure out how I could really make that into a career. So within the last year, uh, I decided to go back to school and I'm getting a master's in social welfare and I like, I'm going to keep things open. Um, I would say best case scenario. Um, I, get my master's, practice for two years as a therapist and counselor, and then move on to become a certified sex therapist and as well become an educator. I think that there's a lot, a lot of misinformation flying around, especially here in the Midwest where people are still learning creationism. We have a lot of religious schools where, uh, for example, somebody recently told me that they just didn't have sex education. Like I thought people were learning like abstinence only, but no, there was just none. Like it just didn't exist. And I think that leads to a wealth of problems. I think that's how we end up with a lot of misogyny and issues. Um, so I really look forward to fighting that. Depression and yes. And isolation and and scared and all sorts of mental health problems. Mm -hmm. Very well said Carly. And so kind of looking forward to that. There is a track in school that I could go into policy. Um, not sure where that fits into my world, but I'm trying not to rule it out. Um, but I, as far as I know, and I don't totally understand, but I don't think I can do a clinical track and a policy track. Um, so I'm going to try and figure that out within the next year after I start school. Hmm. So that's that's, one point. That's a future. That's awesome. Thanks. Good job. Super exciting. Way to go. You at one point had talked about opening up like a, a sex toy shop. Yes. Is that still something that you oh, so are much so. In? Um I would absolutely love to open a boutique sex toy shop. Uh, yes, Carly, <laughs> go. I would like to go to that. Okay. Okay. You can be my first customer. Does. I'll open the door specifically for you. <laughs> um nailed it. 
currently in Kansas City, maybe this exists and I just don't know about it, but currently there's a lot of like Cirillas and Priscillas. And the one that's closest to my house, you have to push a buzzer to get into it. And the whole thing just feels like you're in trouble. And I do know that there's a lot of safety precautions for the people that work there. And I understand why they have that. Um, but it's also, to me, it's not a fun shopping experience. And I also don't really feel comfortable asking the people that work there because there's so many products, like just right. at a Cirilla's there's a 10,000 products. I mean, how is someone going to be an expert if there's that many? So if you take it down a notch and focus on a lot of really specific products and knowing what you sell and what you sell well, um, I think there's a huge advantage of that. Right now on Instagram, there's actually a web-only store called Spectrum Boutique. I'm looking right now just to make sure. I'm, yeah, Spectrum Boutique. They're out of Detroit, and it's an online-only shop. And, I mean, they do reviews, and they're silly and funny and educated about toys and about lube and about how you use them. And I just am obsessed with what they're doing. And... I've never had the chance to talk to them or interview them, but I would love to know why they don't have a storefront. I don't know if that's because they're in Detroit and there's not a market for a storefront. Um, but I would love to take the model that they're providing online only and shape that into a storefront in Kansas city where people are able to come in and talk and shop and ask questions and feel like the person that's talking to them cares and is knowledgeable, but also and it's not just some teenager that's getting paid right? $5 an hour to yeah. sit at the desk. But also yeah. I think we're getting to a point where, um, it's okay for women to speak about sex yep. and like enjoy sex and, but not just for like, and be curious yeah. about but not what just will women. work and well, no, but I mean like anyone fair. Yeah. Like I, I know a guy who's mean really like into that. butt plugs, but like the stigma that he faces going into a lot of places as a non binary person, I would say, mm -hmm. um, is just like really uncomfortable for him. But what if you could make an appointment and say, this is what I'm looking for. And I want to talk to someone about this. And what if you get to say, I prefer a man or a woman or someone who has experience with trans people, like all that kind of stuff. And how revelatory would that be if you could customize your shopping experience and have help and feel supported? Right. In a shop, in a shop. And yeah. Like talk to someone face to face and yeah. like, look at things yeah all right it makes me very excited like in my soul that's very to get cool. to do that so who knows if it'll happen uh, i think as we all know brick and mortar stores are <laughs> dying uh <laughs> and so who knows if that's a good idea in 2022 23 but yeah but even if it like say the the storefront doesn't work and you were strictly online mm-hmm even if somebody got to talk to you and do the same thing, but online, it yeah. would still It'd be still a be better to than Cirilla's. I hope where... so. I'm telling you, in my in my twenties, like me walking into a Cirilla's, I was like mortified. Yeah. Just more like I can just imagine you walking yeah. into a Cirilla's mortified. when you I were bet 20. you were like I bet you were just bright red. 
the whole time. I never went time. for any serious reason, but even oh, yeah. like that wasn't who I was. Oh, that's somewhat not who I am now, but. Right. But I can just imagine baby yeah. Jessica walking in just being bright red. Bright. I know. See? I'm the reddest. always bright red. No, but like no, brighter but red. No, but bright. That's yeah. true. Very accurate. Surrounded by brighter. <laughs> It a wasn't wall the, of dicks. It's not even, yeah. I can't, I, I wouldn't have and been like able to ask anybody. Um, sexy nurse costumes. Oh, yeah. And then oh, like. What kind of, you know, I fake love. Fake vaginas. People who like to dress up. I love, you know. Right. All, I love all kinks. I love just anything that people are into. But man, also the <laughs> shitty quality of like so many things that they sell there just infuriates me and also leads to a lot of waste in the world. And that also makes me angry. Yes. So I need so some you quality products. Like double mad. Yeah. That's fair. I really like that idea. I feel like this is one of those moments where in my brain I'm like blinded to like women's stuff. Hmm. And I love that you're like, but I know this man that had this and this and this. And oh, I like yeah. that because I don't, you know, we were talking about just yeah. wanting to learn things. Like yeah. I feel like, I mean, not that I don't know that, but I don't always automatically think of that. Yeah. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's absolutely an issue and it's important. Okay, speaking of dildos and whatnot. Yep. Perfect segue. (laughs) As we always do. Question. Is this like a time constraint? Like No, we do what we want here. Okay. Hey. No, never mind. Um (laughs) so what do you hate about being a woman? But what do you love? Uh, I do love boobs. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Um, I, I lo- love yeah. boobs. Love my own. Uh, I, I love, love all other of them. people's yeah. boobs. I think it's awesome. I think they're great. Um, <laughs> I just love boobs. Literally, the amount of times I've heard Car- Carly say, "I love everybody boobs. loves boobs." Everybody yeah. loves boobs. <laughs> well, yeah, they're amazing, and also like, I mean, it's weird. They're they amazing can, like, give, on so many give, levels. Like, life, like you can like, like drink can out of them if you're a baby. With them. Yeah, like weird. Um, right, but also I just love them. I just love yeah. them. Same. They're also just skin bags, right? At some point, so then I mean, it's but like, so are we, th- right? But they're As like humans. magical. They're magical skin bags, right? That are beautiful. That is the name of this podcast. Right. Just write it down. <laughs> magical, magical skin, skin bags. bags. Write it. Um, so I think that's great. Recently, there's a video that came out. Uh, be a lady. Uh, Cynthia oh, Nixon. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's gruesome. It's the best video. It's, it's just like brilliant and beautiful the whole time. and awful. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll try and link that because by the time this podcast airs, that'll probably be I think buried in the, the internet. last one, too. Was, yeah. Oh, so we'll link it somewhere. But I said that it should be the, like... The video yes. of this podcast. Yeah. Like I That's should it. When pin I listened it, to it, I was like, that is it. I should yeah. pin so it to our Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> you should do that. Okay. Here um, we go. The biggest <laughs> thing I would say, the reason why that resonated so well with me, not only do we think and feel those things every day, every day, <sighs> every day, every five minutes, um, even if you want to say you're above it and you're not in that and that you're not that kind of woman and you don't care about appearances or you don't care about makeup, 
it's exhausting trying to block those messages out. Like it's exhausting to say I'm not into that. Could and you imagine trying to block everything out? Like how you couldn't, you would have no, it's to impossible. live underground and yeah. then you would still have it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's impossible. And I would say that's my least favorite thing is that just being a woman right now in time, I think it's probably always been a little more difficult to be a woman, but like right now it's just difficult because of all the messages that come at women in a hundred different ways every day. Don't be a slut. But don't be a prude. Wear your exactly. skirt That's too. That's the thing. It's, like, it's, don't be too. And yeah. so, yeah, don't be sexual. Don't yeah. be asexual. Right. Don't, like, okay. And it's exhausting. And yeah, I don't. I don't want that. You're for always people. questioning yourself, just constantly. Yeah, you're, yeah. It's a. It's you're always trying to fit into a certain mold, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even when we say we aren't. Yep. We always are. Oh, I'm in somebody's mold. Yeah, yeah. And it's just... But when that mold is, one, constantly changing, but also has, like you said, like, don't sleep around, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to be a prude. When there's mixed messages constantly, it's hard to figure out what mold you even are supposed to or want to be in. Yeah. And we're all in our 30s, and it took us... I would say, I, mean, I can't speak for you two, um, oh. but I think it took us a while to figure out where you want to be and like the toll that that time in between. I mean, where the fuck am I now? I don't know. Yeah, right? I don't, I'm not sure. know. I don't I'm not sure I, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that's my I'm least old. favorite thing about it, being a woman. You should know oh, what's uh-oh. going on. <laughs> Tell me a world topic facing women right now. That you want to talk about? I mean, you already talked about it a little bit, yeah. but world topic facing women right now. Yeah, that is really give us difficult. the research. Yeah, um, <laughs> good call, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure that I think menstruation is the only thing that's facing women, well, but I will say it's one of the most foundational things that are still facing a yeah. lot of women. We're not. We haven't found one. out how to stop yeah, it yet. Just one. Yeah. Um. I have some fun facts about menstruation. Uh, they're actually, fun. Actually about menstrual products. Oh, okay. Um, cool. That are facing both um, people who identify as women, women, and non-binary people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I want to point that out because I do think it's very important to not say that menstruation is only for females. But I think menstruation is a problem in the world. I uh, do too. Okay, you guys. The first... So in my research... There were tampons used by Egyptians. They basically took a piece of wood, they wrapped cotton around it, and then that's what they oh, used as mating. Was, so it, I think that's, was it I flexible? I just... Ew. No. Okay, no. sorry. Well, like, think about it. Like, once water. it's in there, like you don't really know, you know? I feel like... I don't a- know giant chunk of wood i would probably but know. it's not giant is it i mean i don't know i don't know, like an inch. I don't know what it was so Here, that existed for a long time gross don't do that but the first patented tampon uh, was created by a man of course in was. 1931 he shaped it after his wiener right so they made applicators so that women didn't have to touch them themselves because that was considered impure. Oh my god. Um gross. That's why they have those? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um it is considered 
How um, dare I touch this? for women to not touch themselves. I mean, they've realized they've realized you're still touching yourself. I think with an applicator, you can legitimately get away with never you touching. You could try. Yeah. So here's what I do have to say. <laughs> Just applicators, if you use them because they help, I want to support you. I'm not trying to naysay on what applicator shame yeah i'm not trying to applicator shame but i will say if you use an applicator because you cannot touch your own vagina that is part of the issue that women are facing yes is that there is still so much shame around vaginas vulvas the fact that people that don't know the difference or like tyler learned today we have a third hole to pee out of <laughs> Hey. Way to call Tyler out. Sorry, he Tyler. Didn't, hey, he didn't really, guys. Good news. He good knew news. that. He knew. There's three holes. He knew that there were three. Good news. There's three down there. <laughs> Try to three. fuck them all. <laughs> so oh, can you kidding. imagine somebody trying to fuck your pee hole? Oh, God. Fuck off, lady. God damn you. <laughs> Just like a tiny little like, urethra. Oh, God. <gasps> what? <laughs> You, you guys, you I have said a, the magic word. I have a 15 year old niece the and fantastic. let me just talk about her being an absolute badass. And oh, if yes. she listens to this, you just found out a lot of really intense information about aunt Rachel. But I also have to say that she is just amazing. And I just found out that she made JV soccer as a freshman. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. And she's an, she works harder than any adult I know. Like she is driven and smart and she takes tons of really hard classes and she is having to miss her own spring break so she can practice for soccer. And she just got rewarded. Yay. She also does a yearly drive for menstrual products. Yes, Uh we do. Yeah. So we started that. Um, there's an organization called the Homeless Period Project, and they make period packs and distribute them to women who don't have access to running water or regular restroom access. And so I went to an event, and then I was telling her about it, and she was like, that sounds amazing. And I said, well, do you want to... Do you want to do that? And she was like, yep, let's do it. So we got her friends involved. And a lot of what it is is my friends have, you know, our adult friends have the money. So our friends buy the product. And then her and her friends pack the products um, into packs. So Yeah, that's right. You use child labor. Yes. Smart. <laughs> Nimble fingies. It's true. But my grandma does that too. She, um. <laughs> grandma Carol? Wait. Yep. Oh. Through, at her church. But. She, they, um, get purses that people don't want anymore, mm-hmm. and then they pack them full of stuff. Yeah, and then give, give them, them out to homeless women. Love and it. So that's that's one of the things that my my grandma does because it's awesome. Yeah. Um. So back to menstrual stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. You shared a topic on Facebook probably about a month ago. Yeah. Um, about something that I imagine that a lot of people don't consider yes. when they talk about menstrual stuff. I, I'm yes. assuming you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I do. Will you kind of touch on that a little bit? Because I think it's... Yeah. Or go into great detail. I'm so, either one. I can't remember the actual title of the article, but it was about being... Um, trans or non-binary and menstruating and kind of the 
specific issues that come with not identifying outwardly or not presenting as female, but still bleeding. Um, I can say without a doubt, the article didn't even touch on medical professional help, but I can guarantee that's a clusterfuck of difficulties for anyone who doesn't present as female by choice or otherwise. And how difficult that must be because it's difficult for women who do identify as female Mm -hmm. trying to get medical help for periods or menstruation or we talked about that on our last podcast (gasps) that hasn't been released yet oh okay i haven't heard that one right but (laughs) yeah it's like that's a thing it's just something that everyone i mean not everyone has to deal with no but a lot a lot of people at least half the people yeah um and i'm not perfect. I don't know a lot of stuff. And so that article was super eye-opening for me, um, specifically what stuck out. Not that coin dispensed periods and, or excuse me, pads and tampons are a big thing anymore, but they are still around in some places. And the idea that even be having access to those is not available to maybe a trans man who is still menstruating and hasn't stopped um, menstruating yet. I mean, that's but even oh. are there, I don't, I don't, but the little trash can thing. Yeah, no trash cans yeah, in like your even yeah, that, stall. You know, they tell you not to put those mm-hmm. in. So then you have to carry that out. Yeah. I use a Diva cup. Um, so what if you're in a men's restroom and you need to come out and wash your Diva cup? I mean, can you imagine the stigma that a non-accepting man. I mean, that sounds like hell on earth to have right, to go out and wash that the in the sink. Um, yeah, because it's already scary going oh, in yeah. there. And then to know that you have to then go out and do that. Yeah. I imagine there's probably lots of uh, people go like hiding it and doing oh. it somewhere else. Well, and which... now I will say not everyone can afford or have access to, but now there are small containers that you can carry with you. Um, and so then you put your diva cup or reusable menstrual cup into it and you put the lid on and then you shake it and it cleans it. And then you dump that into the toilet and then reinsert your menstrual cup. And so I think that maybe helps with that issue. But again, having access to that. that, Well, yeah, if you're a person who doesn't carry a purse, um, Uh which I would, I mean, that again comes with its whole separate set of issues. If you are a man and purses aren't widely acceptable in our society for men. So that's difficult. Um, yeah, I don't, I wish I had a good answer. I wish in my soul that people were accepting and we weren't facing transgender bullshit bathroom bills. Right. Um, the biggest I, I don't. Ever. And I, again, I just learned about this recently. So I would love to have this discussion with someone about how do we fix this? How do we help? How do we make it better? Um, but I'm not sure that there's a fast or rapid fix or change. I don't think there. No, nothing, nothing here is rapid or fast. Good point. It's, uh, one of, uh, to me, a world crisis of lack of empathy. Yeah. Agreed. And I know people will think I'm crazy when I say it's a crisis, but it's a fucking crisis. Like people don't want to be not, not open-minded people. (laughs) Exactly. 
But yeah. I don't, I mean, I wish that wasn't the case, but I agree. People are yeah. going to say it's not, but. And it's, it, again, it goes back to, you don't have to understand how these people feel and what is going on in their mind and their body, but you don't need to be a dick. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, it's a body. It's going to do what it does. Like, yeah. why does that concern you? It makes me so angry. Ooh, I don't know that we have enough time to we deep dive on that, we but I've got no. a lot of feelings on that too. But so invite me back. So many feelings. Yeah. What? This is not a pleasant question either, but I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Do you have a me too moment that you are willing to talk about with us? Yes. Thought I've been thinking about this since the day Jess asked me to be on the podcast. Yes. Um, You'll have to give me, like, it's a very rarely told story, but I think it's one that's important, um, but it's difficult for me to get out, so I'll go slow. So be kind, sweet listener. Um, So there was a guy in my major in school, and so it was my junior year, and he was cute. And so one night (laughs) we were chatting on AIM, Yes. Yeah. Yes. AOL Instant Messenger for those of uh-huh. you who are long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Under twenty five. And so we were chatting one night and he was like, Hey, why don't you come over? I mean, this is someone I know and had known and um went to class with, all those things. So I got his address. I did leave it up on my computer and went and told my roommate, Hey, this is where I'm going. Um, this is the address, you know, if I don't come home. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I will say I've not always made the best decisions, but I've always tried to be at least semi safe about them. Um, so anyway, I go over there and so we're having fun, I guess, as far as I can remember. And, I've never, you know what, come to think of it, I've never, I've literally never described it. So I don't know that I fully have the words for it. And if you do not have like a clitoris and a urethra, um, it's very difficult to describe this pain. But when someone pushes on your urethra really hard, like knowing that it's not your clit and like pushing really hard. Um, And so he did it once and I was like, Hey man, like that really hurts. Not into that. And he was like, ha ha. Okay. Whatever. Um, and then he did it again. Um, and at that point, like it really hurt. And so like I stopped and was like, all right, I'm going home. And he, you know, the usual song and dance of like, why are you being such a prude? We're just having fun. Why are you like, it's not that bad. I didn't do anything, whatever. (sighs) So we were in his bedroom at that point. He did live alone. Um, And so I was like, nope, I'm leaving. Like, I don't need that. And so I got up and I walked out. And he was probably at least 6'4". Bigger dude than I am. And he went and he blocked the door. um, And tried to get me not to leave. And, like, I vividly remember it. Because at that point, like, he had hurt me. I was uncomfortable. I was scared. Oh, 
well, you can't cry. <laughs> we can cry if we want to because uh, we're on the sobbing couch. Yeah. So at that point, I'm scared. I'm hurt. Alone. And just kind of powerless because what do you do? And how do you make it any more emphatic as well? Looking at that person in the eye and him gaslighting you through, it's not that bad. I didn't actually do anything. Why are you being so stuck about it? About it? I don't want you to leave. And I will say I am proud of myself. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like, pushed my way out of there and said, like, this is absolutely not happening again. And, like, I'm done. Um... And so I think the worst part about that, one, I, I will never identify as a victim just by my own preference. Um, and also like I chose to go there, like I chose to be there and understanding, like, how do you go tell anyone you know, like how do just you... because you chose to go there doesn't mean right. it's your fault. <laughs> and we know that now. Right. But if you had to tell twenty one year old me or any other person who has been in that situation that it's not your fault, it's you know, really difficult. And even now we look I mean, we have horrific evidence that's being displayed in the Supreme Court testimony and we still don't believe women. So why on earth would someone believe me over this guy, you know? So I never told anyone. And a few months later, uh, he was a server to to class with him. Yeah. I don't remember going to class with him specifically. Like I know he was in my major, but I don't remember being in class, but I will say specifically, um, a couple months later, I went out to lunch with, um, a group I was in and our academic advisor and it was the first time I had face to face been near that guy and he walked into the room because he was serving there and friends let's talk about fight or flight instinct that day I found out that mine is freeze like just couldn't move froze at the table sobbing like pouring down tears just staring at him frozen in fear and like could not did he know do anything about i honestly don't think so i mean he was working so i don't think he did and also i honestly don't think a lot of people understand their impact you know like i think if you went and asked that guy 12 years later hey do you remember that night that you trapped a woman in your apartment and hurt her like he probably wouldn't Some people probably would because they're good people and empathetic people and they've grown and changed. Yeah, but then, yeah. But I don't know that all people would or all. And so, no, I I highly doubt that he ever did think about it again. Um, And so the advisor was like, okay, why don't you go to the restroom? And one of my friends in the group went with me. Had a bit of a panic attack and then came back, finished lunch, and I went back to my dorm. Or actually, I lived in a house at that point, so I went home. But Frame so that's that. Um, Can you imagine how many people have done something to someone like that and don't remember? Oh, 
a lot. Yeah. Well, that's fucked up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Carly. I agree. Well, I obviously agree too. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I I'm think just saying that's sad. Out in the world, such, it is. A thing. It's such a huge moment to you, right? And it's like. And it's nothing to that person. Yeah. You know, I have an, another one. It's not nearly as bad, so we don't have to have as many tissues ready. Are you sure? Yeah. Um, but I dated a guy out in Fort Collins, and one night I was at his house, and his um, he had been outside, and I was just laying down, and he came inside, and he had definitely gotten stoned, which I wasn't smoking um and so he came in and i think we like had a fight or something and this is very vivid and again sorry mom he had a box of condoms and he reached up for his box of condoms and he just looked at me with these dead eyes and said this is happening like even though like i was very clear like not into it and again, fight or flight instinct minus freeze. So I'm in just laying there like frozen. Like, what do I do? And like, thank goodness we don't have to find out what would have happened. He just went to sleep. So like, I don't know if it was. He just passed out. Yeah. Or, or that he didn't mean it or whatever. But in that moment coming from other experiences, like that's terrifying to me. But the worst part about it is that I knew another woman who dated him after I did. And I told her what happened. And that bitch told me that I was making it up and I was being too sensitive and that she asked him about it and that he said I couldn't take a joke. Why would so why would you make that funny. up? One, that's not funny ever. But two, <laughs> not there are a few things in this world as women not believing in supporting women. And I mean that Those ended our friendship instantly between her and I. But also like she went on to date him. You know? After so like you had for warned. him that that made no impact. And my experiences made no impact on her either. And I just so vividly remembering at that moment just being flabbergasted that someone could treat you that way who is supposed to be a friend and just not care. So whenever anybody wants to ever talk about why people don't tell anyone or why you don't report or ask for help, I mean, if you can't even trust the people in your life that you like, I mean, how are you supposed to trust police, a judicial system that is not set up to support you. Exactly. Right. And historically hasn't. No. Oh, <laughs> not God, at all. no. What? Yeah. I, I mm. nope. This, this, this episode is just pissing me off a lot. Yeah, I'm mad. Sorry, it's, guys. No, you've been great. Is it me? Just... Should I go? <laughs> Bye. No, no. no. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were just like, yes. Bye. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Mike. I want you out of my house. Oh. I don't. I want you to be here and you Thanks. made me cry. Thanks. Yeah, sorry guys. I didn't want to. Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm an empathetic crier, so mm. when I see somebody else like tearing up, it's hard for me not to I cry all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think that's been established. why I don't want to talk about my feelings. (laughs) And then also Mm -hmm. I angry cry. So I sad cry and angry cry. So then, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And by cool, I mean it sucks. Yeah, it's very confusing for people. Right. Everyone's confused. (laughs) They're like, are you mad at me? Are you sad at me? 
are you so mad at me? And I'm like, yeah, I yep. am. And I'm just cry some more. So, um, are you good at taking compliments? No. Too bad. Give yourself one. Mm, 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 mm. You knew this was coming. I say it every time. <laughs> Crap. Crap. Um, every time. Hmm. You know what? None of us are perfect, but I will say I work really hard at being a good friend. Like, that's important to me in this world. Um, and I value my friends a lot. And I'm, I think I'm a pretty good friend. So I'll accept that compliment. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Oh, Travel down the road and back again. One time I wrote all those lyrics out in a thank you card. Mm -hmm. And Did gave they? it to Kyle. <laughs> Oh, it's like, he'll appreciate that then. Yeah. Okay. It is time for our wheel of questions. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. She's ready. Are there more questions? We've been talking for hours. Dude, this is what we do. <laughs> Are you a sexter? That seems, yeah, I think that seems obvious. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was just the luck of the draw, but I mean, yeah, I yes. mean come on. I am. <clears throat> uh, I will say I am not a sexy picture taker yeah, I'm, yeah um i think we all know the internet is <laughs> gonna come for us all so no i don't put my own pictures out yeah it's forever yeah. So. i'm sorry yeah. everyone sees my boobs okay so nice. uh what's your most embarrassing moment oh tons just tons <laughs> i mean was it what i just said because that's probably out there now sorry mom the boobs thing yeah everyone's seen mm. them Okay. Um, <laughs> Again, sorry, Mom. Not that sorry. Gosh, I'm trying to think of something that's, like, embarrassing, but not the most embarrassing. <laughs> that's, like, I need a good middle of the, Yeah, like a middle-of-the-road embarrassing story. Um, mm -hmm. Can we come back to it? I promise I'll answer. Just, like... Yell it out later, yeah. and we'll be like, "What the fuck?" Non It'll be like the about. ending music, and you'll be like, "Wait, wait, I've got <laughs> but wait. one." Well, I have one, but it's like not that interesting. <laughs> it's just embarrassing, but it's kind of boring. So, like, I'm trying to think of a more interesting one. Is that your most embarrassing moment that you can't come up with a most embarrassing one? Just kidding. Ouch. Is that Jess? Uh, I didn't. Touch we all anything. just got a. My eardrums Sizzle are in the ear, yeah. Um, what is one thing you'd say to your younger self? There's a million, but mm. one. Peg Depends that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, peg that bitch. <laughs> um, no, definitely not. Um, I would say it depends on what age. I was very tall for my age and pretty thick um, for most of my younger years. And... I just remember being so self-conscious and I got stretch marks early. Um, and I remember my mom just being like, it doesn't matter. Like it's okay. All the supportive things that parents can say that absolutely no one listens to right. in your teen years. And man, I wish I could go back and just really hammer home. Like it doesn't matter. Right. And, also, I would probably like to go back and understand privilege earlier. 
I knew in college um, pretty quickly, like, what my privilege was and understanding what that looked like. But I'm not sure I understood it in school. Um, and I think that that's an important lesson in empathy, especially with children, if you had learned it earlier. Um, no matter how bad you think it, there it is, there's always something worse out there. And sometimes... Even right now, I have adults say, well, you know, I know I'm not homeless. I know uh, this isn't my problem, so I shouldn't complain about my issues. And I don't think that's fair. I think you can have privilege and still have problems. You can still be a person. But I think understanding that privilege and understanding how it impacts your worldview earlier and what that shapes your future and how you treat other people, I think, is really important. So yes. I think that's what I would like to know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. What's your biggest turn off? Turn off. Feet. Hands down. Hate them. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, ask anyone. I had a Feet. dude once tell me on a date that he liked having... <clears throat> His toes sucked and Ugh. literally, sure like, could have never spoken to him again. Just, mm-mm. Mm-mm. just mm-mm. 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 <laughs> no. Wouldn't it be funny if all these stories I've told you were really just about like two people? <laughs> They're not, but it's really just in this a lot one of ways. Guy? Man, let's talk about internalized misogyny and patriarchy. Like, I still have troubles like talking about how many people I've dated and not feeling like there's some sort of stigma associated with that. Um, so I feel like I've already told you too many secrets about different people. Suck that Please toe, don't. girl. <laughs> no, don't do that. She's going to bother oh, oh, God, it's so gross. Oh, I hate looking at toes. Oh, that's the best part about Mike. He hates feet, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. You were desperate. Match made in heaven. That dude never makes me touch his feet. I will tell that you. That dude never makes it. So, like, a week before our <laughs> wedding, he dropped our basement door. So, our basement door is in the floor, um, and he dropped the door on his toe. Oh, God. So, his toe was really bloody and huge and swollen for our wedding, which is why in our wedding pictures, he's wearing Chuck Taylors. He ended up looking so hot in his tux and Chuck Taylors, but why it was not planned. Why would want to wear that anyway? Yeah, it why? just, it wasn't planned. He was going to wear his fancy shoes for me, but... Fuck so, it just fell off. The toenail, like, the bloody part just fell off, like a month and a half ago. Holy shit. And first of all, I had to force myself to look at it to like make sure he was fine. But Ooh. also like I never thought I would celebrate a toenail. <laughs> but like we were so happy that it fell off. Like me. Praise be. You know yeah. you love someone. Right? It was weird. I looked at his stupid toe oh, and I still Christ. love him. Alright, last question. I'm ready. And this is my favorite. Uh-oh. What's your favorite cuss word? Oh, <gasps> shit. I went early. That's what um, she said. Right. That's more like what he said. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. All of them? <laughs> Good I answer. like to swear a lot. I Me know too. that a lot of people think that swearing is a sign of low intelligence Wrong. or a Disagree. limited vocabulary. Um, I was prohibited from swearing as a child. and Well, most children are. Yeah. 
I just think there's something really sweet when the F word rolls off your tongue. Do you know what I tell my children? Yeah. What? No, so, I don't. I don't know. My 11 year old. <laughs> I mean, he comes by it honestly. <laughs> yeah, I bet he does. <laughs> so he says things, I, and I've I've had this conversation with him. I'm like, listen, I don't care if you cuss. I don't mind the words, but you are not like mature enough to know when and where to do it. And I don't want you to get in trouble at school or. Yeah. Anything like that. I'm like, so... I want you to use it in the right, <laughs> right. context. Yeah. No, I don't... He uses it in the right yeah, context. Yeah, if you call a lady a cunt, I'll break you. But right. if you think it's funny <laughs> to call a dude a cunt, then I'm in for it. Then I'm let's high-five yeah. all day. I need him... Because he'll do it all... He's. It's like, I don't need it to be a habit yet when he's still in grade school. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that's a little early for the habit to start. <laughs> so, But also... Uh, but... So I just, I just, I'm like, let's, yeah. let's, until yeah. later. Because I'm like, the words are not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's a word. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not in this room, but I'm sure in the world in general, oh, I'm we're not. in big trouble. Many people do not agree, but we're it's in just big a fucking trouble, word. Jessica. Yeah, it's just a word. It's just Again. annoys your mouth, makes. And it relieves stress and mm-hmm. makes me be happier. Yeah. But yes. for real, my favorite one is uh, the C word. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I say it. I think I've, I used to hate that word. What? Say it. I just did. She did. She said it. Cunt. (laughs) Um, I did. My best friend made me a birthday cake and it, in big red letters, had the word cunt on it. It was (laughs) amazing. It was appropriate. It was a great cake. (laughs) But I I still think my all time favorite is just fuck. Like it's really, I just love it so much. There's just so, so many uses Carly? for it. What's no, yours? cunt's my favorite word. Oh, nice. Hey, what was the just question all you the had time. for us? What are your hopes and dreams for this podcast? Ew. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, I don't know. We just have... We have. Fun. I love talking to different people. Yeah. I don't know that I have, like... I don't have, like, a listener goal. I don't have... Right. Uh, I mean, it's fun to see. Yeah, how right. How many so... are you up to right now? I don't know. I don't know, but we're in like mm. 26 or 7 countries. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how either. We don't. It's weird. It's so we weird. We have uh, 100 and like multiple cities. Yeah. It's insane. Like, I, that's awesome. Chicago. Yeah. Thank you, Chicago. Thank you, Chicago. It's our second leading city after yeah. Kansas City, Missouri. I don't know how. We don't know how. We no don't idea. know why, but hey. Who's in hey. Your, like, social networks in Chicago? I know one person in I Chicago. Mean, I mean, but I don't, I, yeah, I, I, it's crazy. I don't have that kind of goal. Yeah. But I have goals like, I mean, really my main goal is to talk to as many really fucking cool women as I can. Yeah. And I, when I say women, I mean women of every kind. I mm-hmm. mean women who have transitioned into men and men who have transitioned to women mm-hmm. and people who don't know what the hell <laughs> like, no, they're they they're just looking don't at, identify yeah. as anything. Like I it's because they all have stories and it's mm-hmm. interesting to me and that is my goal. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I love it all. I want to I just want to talk to people. Okay. And Canada's our number two country. Number two country? Chicago's still. 
It's weird. That's I don't understand. Interesting. Yeah. But thank you. Hey, Thanks, Chicago guys. people, email us at... Email us. T-L-A-L-B-Cast at gmail.com. Good job. Send us an email. Yeah. I would love to know how you found this podcast. Yeah. And me and Carly are going to be in there in May. <laughs> are you? Yeah. We're, yeah, we're going to Chicago. Oh, man. What if we could record in Chicago? That'd fun. be real fun. Fun story. I don't like Chicago. What? Sorry. Oh, I couldn't. I love Chicago. Don't say that to our listeners. They love us. It's our second leading city. Also put that in the email why you like Chicago. Because I can tell you about 10 reasons I don't. Just Or just tell us how did you find us? What's going on up there? What are you doing? I mean, I found you because I follow you on Facebook and Instagram. Also, you're in you my knew book about club. it, and I'm in your book. No, <laughs> no, you were incredibly tight-lipped about starting oh, this that's podcast. Fair. That's because All we of a didn't sudden, know. You just like had a podcast, and it was recorded. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. Wait, Guess what? what? Like, I saw you last week, and you didn't mention. <laughs> Guess this. what? It was a surprise to us too. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yep. Yes. You just like randomly showed up. We were like Tyler and set up all your equipment. And he's like, yeah. hey, I invited your friend over. You, you're gonna have to answer all do these you see questions. My hands right now. We That's were called not ever wanting to put myself right. out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Everybody, please go to pineapplesupport.org. And I suck and didn't write it down. What was the Urban Rangers thing? URCKC.org. Thank you. Nice. I will write it down now. Write it now. But please visit that. And give also, your time, give your money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever you can. Yes, please. If you're uh, done visiting those two very important things, maybe go visit us too, because we don't <laughs> want your money. We just want you to listen to our voices. Yeah. So, love it. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, we're at TLAL Podcast. And like we said earlier, um, our email is T-L-A-L-P-Cast at Gmail, and we want you to send us anything, just anything, any <laughs> feedback, <laughs> pay attention to us. No, really, d- please tell us what you think, I yeah. guess, even if it's bad. I mean, don't. Mm, but be Can nice. Make like, yeah. Even yeah. if Can you have just some feedback, don't be a constructive. Dick. Like, constructive criticism. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't be a dick. Yes. That is the theme of this. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Oh. There's no need. Also, our next episode. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk to Tayana. Yes. And uh, she's a local photographer. And she takes glorious pictures stunning and she's super body conscious and And body positive it's just great she's great and she's going to be on our next show and so we want you to just listen just listen to us i can't wait and rate and review subscribe that too all those words all those weird things that I, I know. never thought I'd I just push buttons. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out how to wrap this up faster. This has been going on for like 10 minutes. Bye. Bye.